that it teaches adolescents and young people about the cognitive, emotional, physical, and social aspects of sexuality. That sounds pretty high level, doesn't it? Welcome back to the Parents' Rights in Education podcast. We are a grassroots movement of millions of parents and allies standing together, speaking as one to protect children and ensure parents' crucial role in their child's education is protected. You can join this movement for free by visiting parentsrightsandeducation.com. If you love the work we're doing, please leave us a five-star review. Your review helps get our message out and allows us to keep advocating for parents' rights. Let's get into today's topic. Hey, everybody. It's great to be with you today. Oh, my goodness. We've got some amazing events coming up. I don't want you to miss them. So I'm going to just list these. Okay, our first one is the Great Northwest Awakening. That is taking place on Saturday, October 21st in Ridgefield, Washington. Uh, you want to get your tickets early, get get them, get get those in because it, they're going fast. Okay, the next one is uh, updates from National. Now, I'm talking about National Parents' Rights in Education. These are Z or Zoom calls, and they're every other Monday. Um, everybody's invited to join us on this one. Now, if you're an affiliate... Um, or you just want to dial up your skills, you won't want to miss the Parents' Rights in Education Z training calls. So these are training calls, and they are every Saturday starting August 12th. Uh, there's more detailed event information available on our website, parentsrightsineducation.com. So go to the homepage and scroll down. You know, we can miss a lot if we don't scroll down. Super. Thank you so much. Looking forward to seeing you on all those calls and at the event on October 21st. Now, I want to get into some legislation that has been passed recently. Way, way, way worth our applause. Um, a high five, cheers, um, you name it. So Senate Bill 1072 was passed in Virginia, and this law requires each local school board to require the principal of each public school or his designee, in other words, somebody he's appointed, to notify the parent of any student who is involved in an alleged bullying incident of the alleged incident within 24 hours of learning of such an allegation. So what this does is it, it really does require then that parents are notified, and that's what we want. Now, the previous law only required the principal to notify parents about the investigation within five school days of the, when the principal had knowledge. So this, this law is going into effect on July 1st of this year. And then in Texas, we have Senate Bill 14. Uh, Senate Bill 14 was passed and goes into effect on September 1st of this year. And it opposes any efforts in Texas to validate transgender identities. This would prohibit trans Texans under the age of 18, we're talking about minors here, from accessing transition-related medical treatments including puberty blockers, hormone therapies, and surgeries. Those surgeries are, you know, rarely performed on minors. Well, that's in the state of Texas, <laughs> not so in Oregon. Anyway, this would require that trans youth who are already getting this care 
to be weaned off in a medically appropriate manner, um, which is a good thing because I don't know that there's any state that actually addresses this issue. So this law goes into effect on September 1st, 2023. And thank you, Texans, for uh, taking that step. I want to bring you up to date also on some organizational news and updates. Uh, the new site, our new site, that's parentsrightsandeducation.com, uh, has a feature that you are going to love. You can now select your affiliate. Uh, we have affiliate groups nationwide, and now within our updated membership form, you are able to select which affiliate group you would like to join. Even if you are already a member, hey, guys, make sure that you go and update your membership and select your affiliate. You're going to find there are a few more affiliates than, than were there uh, even just a month ago. So, guys, here's the thing. We, we exist because of our affiliates, really. As an organization, our existence is dependent upon boots on the ground in every single school district in the country. We need a point person in your school district, someone who is um, who we can contact and let them know that, hey, there's somebody else in your school district who wants to join you. This is what's so cool about our program is that we will we will help you do this. You don't need to spend uh, five hours a week organizing your group. And also we will help train you and show you how you can have that voice in your local area, how you and others like you can go to the school board meeting and testify why you have concerns about your local school district and what's happening in your school. But also, as I mentioned earlier, we need to know what's happening there in your particular district. Our issue is not just a local issue, though. This issue is national. It is a national crisis affecting everyone all across the country. And we, we began to learn that immediately after we launched our website in what, 2018, we got, we got calls from all over the country, not just where we were located in Oregon, but all over the country. It was amazing. And in, in rural areas, as well as, uh, you know, urban, big urban school districts, people would say to me, to us, Oh, that's not happening in my district. We live out, you know, in uh, remote or some some place like that. Actually, it is happening all over. And so we can win this if more of us step up and talk about what's going on. And we are here to give you a voice. Last week, Five new affiliate leaders applied and were accepted to represent parents' rights in education throughout Oregon and Washington. Our affiliate leaders are so important to us as they report firsthand knowledge of what's going on in their local areas. People believe us when we report on an incident identifying the state, the district, the school district, and the school where that incident took place. Because, you know, most people will say, oh, come on, that would never happen. Oh, not in my school. Oh, my goodness, I live in such a rural area. 
Well, we want to tell them about what's going on in their school. So if you or someone that you know anywhere, anywhere in this country is interested in becoming a pre-affiliate leader, check out our website under the leadership menu option titled Start an Affiliate. (laughs) That's pretty straightforward, isn't it? Start an Affiliate and access our affiliate application. I'm looking forward to seeing how many applications we're going to have within the next 24 hours. Okay, guys, sign up today. Hey, parents and allies. Here at Parents' Rights in Education, it requires us to all do our part in protecting our children's education. That's why we created the Club 12 by 12. For just $12 a month, you can sign up to become a Club 12 by 12 member and help us continue our work on training, informing, and empowering parents and allies to stand up for their rights. Being a Club 12 by 12 member gets you access to our exclusive monthly training, swag such as hats, t-shirts, buttons, a monthly newsletter, and more. But most importantly, being a Club 12 by 12 member means you are doing your part to protect parents' rights for one more day. To become a Club 12 by 12 member, visit our website, www.parentsrightsineducation.com and click Club 12 by 12. That's parentsrightsineducation.com. Click Club 12 by 12. Our movement is growing stronger every day. And that means we're winning. Okay, I'm going to share some exciting things that have been happening. Okay, last year in 2022, 85 parents' rights bills were introduced in 26 states. That's more than half of the states in the union. That is a good sign. And so far in 2023, 62 parental rights bills have been introduced in 24 states. Amazing. That is great news. You know, we need to hear good news every now and then, don't we? This this is kind of a deep, dark, dark subject, but actually it's getting to be more fun because more of you are coming on board and you get it. You know what's going on and you know what to look for. Now, the intent of all these bills is to provide parents more transparency and influence in what their children are taught in school. These laws literally echo federal law requiring, number one, parents' ability to view curriculum. We need to see the curriculum, don't we? We want to read it ahead of time. We shouldn't be, uh, uh, you know, intimidated by our local school that doesn't want to show us what they're going to teach our kids. Number two, these laws require parents' ability to opt out of any controversial or offensive curriculum that we don't want our kids to to be presented with, right? A lot of the schools are saying now that they won't allow you to opt out. So this is what these bills are doing. Number three, they require that schools notify parents of students desire to go by a different name, pronoun, or gender. In other words, Let's not have any more secrets being kept from parents about what their kids are thinking, doing, saying in school. They need to be notified. And number four, these laws are requiring that school boards allow public comment time 
for parents and residents. How many of you have gone to a school board meeting? And they say, oh, well, we could only take three comments, you know, with a minute and a half each. Uh-uh. No, they need to be hearing from the community. And if your school boards aren't listening to you, well, you know what to do. <laughs> Find somebody else. Okay, the, this law, these laws that are being passed are so important. And, and, and it's because it shows that we're making a difference. Okay, we are winning. If we're influencing change in the law by speaking out, we are winning. We are making it known that we're fighting for parents' rights and we will not stop. Hey, parents, do you want to testify at your school board but aren't sure how to do this or where to begin? Or do you want to run for your school board and need tips for how to win? We created a free training center for you. Learn how to effectively testify at your school board and how to win your school board election through our free courses available for you. In our courses, we provide step-by-step -step video instructions along with a quiz to make sure you really grasp the information. Some of the video instructions include how to testify at your school board in person and virtually, how to prepare your testimony, and tips for recording your testimony and sharing it, and more. In our course that teaches you how to win your school board election, we have video instructions for things like creating your campaign plan, managing a team, budgeting, how to debate effectively, and more. You are making an impact on your child's education, and we are here to support you. Join for free today by visiting www.parentsrightsandeducation.com slash login. That's parentsrightsandeducation.com slash login. So, uh, did you? I'm sure that you know a lot of you are aware of this, but we just need to make sure that we're all on the same page here about what's happening in your child's school. Uh, probably one of the most basic things that we began following early on was comprehensive sexuality education. In some places, they're calling it comprehensive sexual education. It's all the same. It doesn't make any difference. It's all about sexuality and it is comprehensive now the public description of this is it that it teaches adolescents and young people about the cognitive emotional physical and social aspects of sexuality that sounds pretty high level doesn't it gee who wouldn't want that well what's really being taught okay Buckle up, sit down. If you don't know, you're going to find out pretty soon. Maybe you're, you know, the parent of a kindergartner. Uh-huh. Starts really young, guys. Uh, we'll call this CSE for short. You know, there's, I know I hate acronyms too, but it's a lot easier to say CSE. So what does CSE do? Well, it holds the view that children, regardless of age, from birth are sexual beings. It also teaches uh, that even though it's branded as an educational experience for students to explore their thoughts, feelings, and bodies, what is it really doing? Well, it's a cover. It's a cover to teach minors explicitly graphic images and content, including uh, students are desensitized by exposure to graphic images and instructions of sexual acts 
Well, sure, we got to show them everything, right? Arrows pointing at it, you know, with the names of all the body parts, even at age five. So they're incentivizing sexual activity and exploration for children. And again, I'm telling you, this is as young as five years old. Now, if you don't have children um, or it's been a while since you since your um, kids were five, I want to remind you, uh, what are they doing at five? They're learning how to ride a bike. They love popsicles. Okay. They don't even know how to tie their shoes barely. Okay. But that's where Velcro comes in. Anyway, proponents claim that children can and should explore their sexuality even earlier than five. Remember, I said that they're sexual beings from birth. That's what some of these people think. Of course, we don't. We know that's not the case. Now, big name national and international organizations, and you know who I'm talking about, Planned Parenthood, uh, World Health Organization, that's WHO, uh, the ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union, they all support comprehensive sexuality education for children beginning at five years old. So here's an example, and you can look this up on the internet. It's called exclaim, E-X-C-L-A-I-M, exclamation point, a sex education program distributed at the United Nations. Yep, United Nations International teaches children that they are not healthy. (laughs) Not healthy? Unless they are having various sexual experiences. Oh, good grief. Okay, young people are taught that they are, quote, entitled. Oh, this is where their rights come in, guys. Oh, they're entitled to sexual pleasure and how to experience different forms of sexual pleasure is what is important for their health. I'm going to close the quotes right there. Oh, come on. More importantly, Comprehensive sexual education is a cultural mechanism to subvert parental involvement in how and when their child learns about sexual activity. So make no mistake, this is not for our children. We want to be the ones talking to them when they're ready. And by the way, that is one of the requirements in most law that that these are that these instructions are age appropriate who decides who's when the kids are age appropriate we do our parents do not a bureaucrat not even a teacher and definitely not the administrator or the counselor thanks for listening thank you so much for listening to today's episode To keep up with everything we're doing, check out our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com and sign up for our newsletter. You can also join our movement for free by visiting our website, www.parentsrightsandeducation.com. To do your part in protecting parents' rights, you can become a Club 12 by 12 member by donating $12 a month. It takes all of us to make the change we want to see. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week.